0: Hi, and welcome to today's episode of the Profit Productivity Podcast. It's your host, Michael Tipper. Who else would it be? Now, today's episode is called Insights from the Work of Dr. Joe Spencer. Now, my journey to develop my productivity is taking me down all sorts of paths regarding personal development. And today I came across some interesting information that I found, to be quite honest, quite remarkable, as well as quite scary. And it's really relevant to developing productivity. So I thought I'd share it with you. So here's a question for you. Do we think how we feel or do we feel how we think? Now, it's an interesting question. I had to think about this um, at some length when I first heard it. And where I got it from is from a great book by Dr. Joe Dispenser. It's called Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, How to Lose Your Mind and Create a New One. Now, it sounds like quite a heavy title. That's probably because it's quite a heavy book. Um, I've been, uh, what I mean it's a heavy book, is for hardcore enthusiasts of personal development because it goes into some real deep stuff about making change. Now, I've been aware of Dr. Joe for a few years and I've read, I think, all of his, his books now. And I've seen him live at a weekend event in London a few years ago. So I'm a bit of a fan. And the reason I'm a bit of a fan is because his work is... A it's, it touches on the more esoteric side of things, which I think there's always something in there, but it comes from a scientific perspective. And the um, proof of his methods have come from all the research he's done, and he's done all sorts of stuff with meditation. Um, on some of his more advanced retreats, they have people um, plugged into all sorts of devices to monitor what's going on in the brain. So he's got a lot of proof about how a lot of this stuff works. So because I'm an engineer, I have a technical background, Um, I quite like someone who is grounded in science when they're explaining some of the things that to the rest of us seem a little bit um, uncertain. So this book I've read before, but I picked it up again in my exploration of changing habits through changing your identity. Now, if you're a new listener, then that might seem a little drastic. What changing your identity, what on earth are you going to do that for? However, in my quest to develop more productive habits, I've realized that I am being held back. By who I am. Now, it's quite clear to me from my personal experience of myself that it's me who's holding me back, and I'm not the only one to think that. No, I don't have loads of people pointing at me saying, you're holding yourself back. What I mean is there's a lot of psychological noise about the principle of behaving consistent with who we believe ourselves to be, and that's about our identity, it's about our beliefs, it's about our values, but identity is at the heart of it. Heroes will be heroes, for example, and lazy slobs will be lazy slobs. So in Dr Joe's second book, at least I think it is, um, it seemed a great place to go and find out what's holding me back and whether I can change it. Well, it confirmed that I was holding me back, but that it can be changed. Now this afternoon, I read a chapter that got my mind reeling with possibilities and questions and almost shocked at the implications. Now It's not the first time I've read it, so it wasn't necessarily new to me, but I think the understanding the level of understanding I've got is a new level of understanding because I've come back to it I'm reading it almost with fresh eyes or certainly I'm reading it with a fresh mind or a different mind at least because I'm taking different things away from it so in the chapter Dr Joe talked about how when we think we trigger chemistry in our brain that triggers corresponding chemistry in our body Now, he goes through explaining what neurotransmitters are, what neuropeptides are, and how hormones are, how those three are related. But I think it's much easier for me to say, this chemical stuff that goes on in our brain linked to chemical stuff going on in our body. I think that's probably about as deep as I can probably explain it, and I wouldn't like to explain any of the other stuff because I might as well just read from the book. But anyway, what he's basically saying is our thoughts trigger and affect how we feel. And there's a whole load of chemistry that sort of supports that and is the vehicle for that. But interestingly enough, he also says that the reverse is true. The way we feel affects our thoughts. So once the brain picks up on how the body is feeling, it'll start to think thoughts consistent with those feelings. So a loop between thoughts and feelings and feelings and thoughts is created. So basically what he's saying is that when you have a thought you will create um, chemistry in your brain that then triggers chemistry in your body to create feelings consistent with the thoughts that you've had. And so you get this recognition of, and the body and the brain goes, yeah, yeah, we thought this. Okay, the body's feeling the right things. Yep, that's consistent with those thoughts and those feelings. Now, he says, after years of thinking in a certain way and having our body respond to those thoughts in the same way, The body becomes conditioned to that way of feeling when we think those thoughts, which of course will drive our thoughts that way even more. So let me just think about that again. So what he's saying is that if I think thoughts of fear about something, let's say I have a phobia about spiders. I don't, but let's have a phobia about spiders. I see a spider, I get all fearful because I'm thinking about spiders. My body will react with fear and then what happens is over time um, uh, that will will be reinforced. But when the body starts feeling the fear associated with the spider, it will basically support the thoughts that I'm having about fearful of the spider. So you get this loop going. The thoughts create the feelings, the the feelings create the thoughts. So there's a quote in the book that um, startled me actually and it began with the word warning and it was this. So I'm quoting direct from Dr. Joe Pender's book. When feelings become the means of thinking or if we cannot think greater than how we feel we can never change. To change is to think greater than how we feel. To change is an act greater than than the feeling of the memorized self. Now, when he mentions the memorized self, what he's talking about there is that the condition our body gets into of associating the same chemistry with the same feelings. So if you try and think different to the feelings, that's the problem because the brain has this, um, I don't know if homeostasis is the right word, it has this point of stability where the thoughts create the feelings and the feelings support the thoughts and that 's what he 's talking about, so what he 's saying um, then is is quite is quite it 's quite shocking that is shocking why am i shocked the shock 's not the wrong word it 's quite powerful um, so you know when you get that feeling that you just don 't want to do something so it 's a feeling that you don 't want to do something so logically your mind say, well I know I should, but there 's a feeling that you don 't want to do something and Whilst the thoughts or whilst the feeling might not necessarily be associated with the specific task that you don't want to do, what your thoughts have probably created is set up a reluctance to do something. And that reluctance is then reinforced by the feelings in the body, which then reinforces the thoughts of reluctance. So if you allow those feelings to dominate, so the feelings to dominate, you'll think that way thus reinforcing those feelings. And this loop will just reinforce the procrastination cycle. So breaking that cycle is more than just responding to the thoughts, oh, get on with it, because our body has taken over, because our body triggers the um, subconscious mind. Um, So I'm I'm about to dive into trying to explain what Dr. Joe says. I'll stop there because I'm just about to open up just how much I don't understand this, or at least I can't explain it. But certainly when I'm reading this, there's a whole load of stuff about how the power of our subconscious mind uh, is what's driving our behaviours, and that's linked to how we feel. Now I'm only partway through the book at the moment and he is hinting that there is a way forward but I'm guessing it's not going to be easy. I'm guessing it's not going to be easy but it's encouraging there is a path through to changing any reluctance I have for changing my identity, to giving me a set of uh, a new identities, a new set of feelings, a new set of thoughts that allow me to be more productive so I can get uh, things achieved that I want to achieve. It's a real interesting thing to discover, that it is possible. I just wish it was easy. So um, that's today's episode. Do come and see us over at ProfitProductivity.com. We'd love to see you there. There are to 302 other episodes this is episode 303 uh, with all sorts of stuff there that will give you insights into certainly the journey I am taking to develop my productivity and some of the information there may help you some may hinder you but it's an interesting journey nevertheless so that is today's episode until tomorrow